0: you delightful little ragamuffins. I'm John Miller, and you are listening to Everybody Trades, which is in fact a show, of course, often about the stock market, but maybe even more so about free trade, free enterprise, and of course, free thought. And my thing with all of those, with free thought, free enterprise, free economics, freedom of religion, freedom of of movement, whatever you might want to call it. Basically, in my opinion, all levels of freedom go together. You can't separate free thought, for instance, free expression, from free trade. To me, those things are one and the same. And I'll give you a good example. Well, the NFL, the National Football League, has often been accused of not allowing a whole lot of free expression among their players. But I noticed this past weekend or so, maybe the last couple weeks, they've allowed the players to vary a bit from the traditional uniform with something the NFL is calling my cause, my cleats. And here's the deal with that thing. All these guys having their own custom cleats, basically any player who wants to have some type of custom cleat that, that champions a cause. And there's various causes, of course, that these players are choosing to represent. For instance, Indianapolis Colts linebacker representing the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Meanwhile, you've got Russell Wilson. He's got some Black Lives Matter-like like cleats honoring Breonna Taylor, among other people. Cooper Cup of the Los Angeles Rams. Well, he's supporting Forever Found, whose mission is the prevention of child trafficking. Also on the Rams, Johnny Hecker, Tyler Higby, supporting the Special Olympics of Southern California. Wide receiver Keenan Allen of the Chargers, he's supporting the Los Angeles area Boys and Girls Club. Rashawn Gary, member of the Green Bay Packers, supporting dyslexia and to Ernest Johnson even supporting the conservation of the oceans in his home state of Florida. So obviously a lot of varied values and causes there. Each one extremely important in their own way. We'd all like to, what, clean up the oceans. That would be a nice thing, especially with no cost whatsoever. If I could just snap my fingers and the oceans would be cleaner, well, that would be great. And if we could have kids who are suffering and adults suffering from dyslexia? Well, certainly we'd all like to fix that. And, well, the Boys and Gir- Girls Club. Who doesn't love boys and girls and helping them? And, and, of course, child trafficking. My God. Who in the world wouldn't like to prevent child trafficking? Then, on the other hand, the Special Olympics. What a beautiful organization with just a bunch of, frankly, awesome people involved, both the participants and the volunteers. That organization has always made me feel good about being a human being, quite honestly. And, of course, leukemia, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Cancer is one of those things that affects basically all of us. At some point or another, one of us, is we're going to get cancer. Somebody we know or love is going to get cancer. So basically, no matter where you're from, no matter what your, your financial situation is, cancer is probably going to affect you at some point in your life. So my point is, I may have used a few too many examples there, and excuse me if I droned on a little bit too long there. But I wanted to give a myriad of examples there for a reason. it's because, again, I think we can all agree that all of those causes are important. But who's to say what is the most important? of those? How could a central scrutinizer, a a collective bureaucrat type, how could any person or any committee, whatever it might be, how could they decide for individuals how much money should be donated to each cause? Really, which disease should have the top priority? Which, Which cause? Is How can we say if cancer is more important than child trafficking? There's no math equation. There's no science that is going to help us answer that equation. So really what it comes down to, as frankly all politics really comes down to at a certain fundamental level, is should it be up to me what I do with my money or should it be up to that central scrutinizer? Well, right now, it's all up to the central scrutinizer when it comes to COVID-19, isn't it? And certainly, our government, our society is now throwing basically all the other diseases, all other health issues are now taking a backseat to COVID-19. Now, for some people as individuals, that may make a lot of sense. But for all of us to be thrown into the same one-size-fits-all collective model, Well, that's, in fact, hurting a lot of people. It's actually hurting a lot of these causes, like, frankly, suicide prevention, addiction, all types of deaths of just despair, for instance, as they're often called, are are way up. Not just COVID-19 deaths are obviously up from what they were from zero this time last year, but also these other things are up as well. Cancer prevention is... is, is lowering. People aren't getting into the hospital as much as they should be because they're afraid of COVID-19. Now again, sometimes the co- the fear of COVID is certainly justified, but that needs to be up to the individual. Just like if I'm going to donate any percentage of my wealth to any cause, well it should not only be up to me what percentage of money I donate, it should be up to me which cause I donate to. Clearly, the level of charity each individual can or will give up is incredibly subjective. We all have different values and circumstances. And frankly, some years, if you're having a great year, you're feeling good about yourself, maybe you're a single guy, maybe you drop $200 dollars into the the bell ringers, the what is it? the, the Salvation Army, the red buckets. Maybe you drop $200 in there one year, but maybe the next year, suddenly you're married and you have a new kid, and times are a little tougher, and you decide that year you can only afford $20 to go into the bucket. Well, again, who should that be up to? Should it be up to you, or should it be up to the central scrutinizer? And again, what I just said there, what I laid out, choosing to give that money, the amount and to who you gave it to, the Salvation Army, is that not as much of a, a a function of free expression than actually speaking words or writing a blog or starting a podcast or indeed wearing some customized cleats in the NFL? Because the thing is, I almost can guarantee you this. Almost all the people who are championing, for instance, the guy who is championing the the Leukemia and Lymphoma Foundation. I bet he was personally touched by cancer at some point in his life, those blood cancers. And the young man, the linebacker for the Green Bay Packers, he's championing dyslexia and helping out people who have dyslexia, help them read better. Well, what do you want to bet either he or somebody very close to him suffered from dyslexia, possibly a child, who knows? In this case... As it is in many cases, this self motivation is not only okay and natural, it's actually a good thing. Because again, self motivation, the key word some people focus on the self part and they get uncomfortable. I'm more focused on the motivation part. Because again, if your lives if your life has been negatively affected by by some sort of cancer, whatever it might be, or maybe even if it's COVID-19, fine and dandy. The point is, is it should be up to you how much of your blood, sweat, and tears is put into any particular cause, because it's not just about the words that you say or the ones that you write. It's obviously it's about your labor, too, because you should own yourself 100% as well. No person should be able to tell you what cause you should be forced to donate to. That's just not right, in my humble opinion. Frankly, considering how 100% focused most of our society and especially governments are on COVID-19 right now, I'm a little bit surprised that the NFL lets anybody wear a disease-based cleat that isn't COVID-19. But you know what? I applaud them for that. I simply wish that our overlords in the giant bureaucracies of our various governments in this country would let us have that level of free expression with our pocketbooks and our actions as well. So with all that being said, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, Happy Kwanzaa, all that good stuff, whatever you celebrate out there. I certainly appreciate you and your listenership on this particular show, and I hope you have a wonderful holiday season and a happy new year from me, John Miller, at the Everybody Trades podcast. So thanks again for listening. I'll see you all next time.